Hello and welcome to Fruit of Thy Spirit Radio here on Royal Canaan's podcast. Today is Friday, March the 12th, 2021. Thank you for joining us here on our podcast. I hope you enjoyed our last podcast, Don't Stay Silent, and the recent full Spanish version of the principles of God spoken by Sister Yira. If you haven't heard them, I encourage you to give them a listen. I am Sister Noelia, and I want to express that we do this podcast for the love of God. We will never ask for a donation because we want the integrity of the Lord's message to remain pure. We like to thank our music support by GospelRiver.com, as well as the various independent artists who have contributed to our programs. You can find us on the Royal Kingdoms podcast here on Podbean, on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Listening Notes in LA, and FM Player. Please download them and share them with your friends and family. The goal of our podcast today is for you to consider the message of the Lord God Almighty. His time is at hand and we must draw closer to him and consider his commands and to abide in his will over our lives. Let's please pause for just one moment and pray together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Please, Father, forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. But lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We would like to thank GospelRiver.com for the following. I love to tell the story. blessing of a song. I love to tell the story and today we must tell you many good stories 
of our Lord. Today marks our 20th episode, and our focus today is unity. The unity in the body of Christ. Unity is a precious measure driven in one direction for the purpose of standing solidly together, and in this case, for the good of the Lord's kingdom. But in return, it is the ultimate good for all of mankind. Today, let's be of good cheer, brethren. Let's allow our hearts to be filled with joy through the Holy Spirit, because the message is straight from the Lord. <laughs> And let's begin. Let's turn first to John 1, 17. We're going to read John 1, chapter 1, 1 through 17. And it says here, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light to men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness for the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and they knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them he gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe in his name which were born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And the word was made of flesh, and, dealt, and dwelt among us. And we be his glory, and the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of him, and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spoke. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me, and his fullness have we all received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. Okay, brethren, we're going to turn to Philippians. We're going to look at Philippians 1 and 2, and I encourage you to read it all the way to 4. This was a letter, a thank you note, by, written by Paul to the believers of Philippi for the help in his hour of need. He uses this occasion to send along some instructions on Christian unity. Okay, so we're going to begin here. Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippia, with the bishops and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. 
I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy, for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of, er of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Just as it is right for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my chains, in the defense, and confirmation of the gospel, you all are partakers with me of grace. Hallelujah. For God is my witness. How greatly I long for you all with the affection of Jesus Christ. I pray this, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent. You may be sincere without offense until the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. But I want you to know, brethren, that the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel, so that it has become evident to the whole palace guard and to all the rest that my chains are in Christ. And most of the brethren in the Lord, having become confident by my chains, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ even from envy and strife, and some also from goodwill. The former preach Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my change, but the latter of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. What then? Only that in every way, whether in the presence or in the truth, Christ is preached. He is preached in truth. And in this I will rejoice and will, will say yes to rejoice. For I know that this will not turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. According to my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be shamed, but with all boldness as always, so now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. Hallelujah. For me is to live is Christ and to die is gain. But if I live on the in the flesh... This will mean fruit from my labor. Yet what shall I choose? I cannot tell. For I am hard-pressed between the two, having a desire to depart, with, to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. And being confident of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy of faith, that your rejoicing for me may be more abundant in Jesus Christ by my coming to you again. Only let your conduct 
be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel, and not in any way terrified by your adversaries, which is to them a proof of perdition, but to you of salvation, that of that from God. For to you it has been granted on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but to also to suffer for his sake, having the same conflict which you saw me, and now here is in me. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if there is any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affliction and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look not only for his own interests, but also for the interest of others. Let his mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself no reputation taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name and that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God, without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the world of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I may not run in vain or labor in vain. Yes, and if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the, the sacrifice and service of your faith, I am glad and I rejoice with you all. For the same reason, you will also be glad and rejoice with me. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly, that I will also be encouraged when I know your state. For I have no one like-minded who will sincerely care for your state. For all seek their own, not the things which are of Christ Jesus. But you know his proven character, 
that as a son with his father, he served with me in the gospel. Therefore, I hope to send him at once, as soon as I see how it goes with me. But I trust in the Lord, and I know myself shall also come shortly. Yet I consider it necessary to send you to to Epaphroditus, my brother, fellow worker, and fellow soldier, but your messenger and the one who ministered to my need, since he was longing for you all and was distressed because you had heard that he was sick, for indeed he was sick almost unto death, but God had mercy on him, and not only him, but on me, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore I sent him the more eagerly, that when you see him again, you may rejoice, and I may be less sorrowful. Receive him, therefore, in the Lord with gladness, and hold such men in esteem, because for the work of Christ he came close to death, not regarding his life, to supply what was lacking in your service towards me. And I'm going to read the, the first part of three, and we're going to stop. It says, Finally, brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for, for you it is safe. It says here, Beware of dogs, of evil workers. Beware of the mulitations, for we are the circumcisions who worship God in spirit. Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Hallelujah. This is a very uplifting message from Paul to all the brethren. You know, he was writing it at that time, but this we're looking into the future now. And we're, we really can really benefit from this message today. You see, brethren, every believer in Christ the Lord Jesus must take this stand today, a stand of unity in the Lord God Almighty through Yeshua HaMashiach. He set the standard and he set measures for our redemption through his blood sacrifice. His sacrifice was taken in our places. He endured our illnesses. He endured our sins. And many did he take on for our sake. I'm going to look over to Isaiah 1, 5 through 6. And it says in Isaiah 1, 5 through 6, Where will you be stricken again as you continue in your rebellion? The whole head is sick and the whole heart is faint. From the sole of our foot even to the head, there is nothing sound in it. Only bruises, welts, and raw wounds, not pressed out or bandaged, nor softened with oil. And we're going to look at, at Isaiah 53, 4-5. Surely our griefs he himself bore, and our sorrows he carried. Yet we ourselves esteemed him stricken. Smitten by God and afflicted, but he was pierced through for our transgressions. He was crushed for our inequities. The chastising for our well-being fell upon him, and by his scourging we are healed. 
Just think about his lashings, the lashings they gave Yeshua HaMashiach. Think about his nail-pierced hands for our sake, on our behalf. He endured excruciating pain for our sake. I don't know, you know, a lot of times the people take it for granted. They say Christ died for our sins, but they don't really stop to think about it. You know, this is like, if you can think about a general taking the place of one of his uh, field soldiers, for example, and he goes into the field and he's going to take... He's going to take a, a blow by somebody hitting him. He may take, a couple, he may take several bullets. He may um, be, get ambushed by other men. Everything that that general is going to endure, he's taken a pain to his body. He's taken a beating to his body. So it's not to say, well, you know, he was God in the flesh. So, you know, he, he is so strong. He can endure all of these things. But to just step back for a moment and say, how could it have felt for the Lord God Almighty to come here as Jesus Christ and be beaten for our sins and pierced by nails in his hands and his, and his feet and hung on that cross? He had to endure excruciating pain. Um, there is a film out. It's called The uh, Passion of Christ. Now, I don't totally agree with the amount of violence that they show in the film. But if you go and, and look up the actor, and he'll, he'll explain to, to the people in his uh, interview about how he tried to hold himself up on the cross. And he actually dislocated his arm. And when the cross fell forward on his face, he actually had a heart attack. So you have to also consider that the Lord God, through Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, went on that cross and he suffered greatly. And he suffered excruciating pain. He took it all. He put everything on him. None of us on this earth could have endured that, that pain for that long a time. If you go and do some research, there are arguments out on the internet and everywhere about how many lashings he received. Some say that it was 39, one shy of the 40, which was under the law of the Jews. But if you also consider that it wasn't not being done by the Jews, it was being done by the Romans. And there was some scourging of his flesh. And that means that, you know, that was open wounds. Again, excruciating pain. So what might our king have done this for? He has done this for us, his people. He did this for our sake. He endured all of it for our sake. His love is immeasurable. We will never be able to repay this debt, if you think about it. None of us. I think that if you really consider, if you even try to do some of the steps that he did, nobody can take the place of God doing these steps is Christ just Yeshua. But, um, you know, the only thing that the Lord is asking us right now is to repay this debt only with our true redemption, only to say yes to his gift of salvation. So I say all that because it's something that I think that everyone needs to reflect on. Even if you have accepted him into your life, just consider how big is his love. How great is his love. His love 
is immeasurable. So we now have to do our part through faith and commitment unto Him, our Lord God. It is time to place our differences aside. We have to stop arguing about uh, maybe our ways of thinking, our ways of battling on this earth. They, they're not, we're not uh, getting... We're not getting anywhere on this earth at this moment because we're not standing in unity in the body of Christ. So it is a time right now that we have to really focus our direction and we must unite in the body of Christ, our Lord. This is where we are today. All power to the Almighty God, which pulls all our strength into one power in God. And what a power this is in the unity of God. If we all unite, all things will begin to take shape. Our battles will be won against our enemies. Remember, we are the light that the Lord has filled through the Holy Spirit, through our repentance and our gift of redemption, through Yeshua HaMashiach. This very light is the strength through the Almighty God in Yeshua HaMashiach. And when we come together to unite this light through our unity in the body of Christ, we reach fulfillment of the kingdom of God. And God will act on our behalf. God will act on His promises to us, just as He promised to our ancestors, just as He acted for King David on the battlefields, as He acted for Moses splitting the sea. Our enemies will not stand a chance. Right now, the enemy is fighting very hard. It has many Christians believing and collapsing in their doubt and fear at the moment because they are falling out of the unity in the body of Christ. Remember, the church of God is not a building, but the actual body of Jesus, Yeshua. And we who have chosen His will and gift of redemption are placeholders within His body, creating a massive body in strength and faith through Yeshua HaMashiach and in our Lord God Almighty. This is the unity that is needed right at this moment. This is the faith. This is the will of righteousness needed in our world. Each of us who stand in unity can change the path of our lives right now. This unity gives ultimate power to the right source, who is capable of doing something about our current conditions and threats from our enemies. The unity in the body of Christ, that is where all the brethren in the world needs to start. We must look towards the unity in the body of Christ, just as the adversary is unified in the corruption of man and the corruption of people here on earth. That is one of the things, you know, 24-7, the adversary doesn't sleep. 24-7, God doesn't sleep. But we, under the guide of Yeshua HaMashiach, have to unite under His guidance and in unity in accordance with the laws of God. In doing so, we, make more, we can make a more powerful land, a more powerful credence over our grievances, over the injustice being done on this land. So when we look to God, we must say 
and ask him, It is you, Lord, who takes us the rest of the way, and in you we give our very lives over to you wholeheartedly because we trust in you, Father. We are putting our whole life in your decisions over our lives, which is the real life in eternity and in eternal life with God Almighty. So, brethren, I want you now to turn over to Psalms 103, and we're going to read Psalms 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Hallelujah. The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to the, our inequities. For as the heavens are high, 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 high above earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions, hallelujah, from us. As God, our, as our father pits his children, as a father pits his children, so the Lord pits those who fear him. For he knows our fame. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourishes, for the wind pa passes over it. And it is gone, and it is a place remembers it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. And those who fear him and his righteousness to children's children's, to such as keep his covenant, and to those who remember his commandments to do them, the Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules all over all. Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you his host, you ministers of his, who do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Please take this message you've, you've received today and cheer yourselves up. We're not doing this for nothing. The Lord is with us. He remains with us. He is loyal to the end and beyond. So don't lose faith. Keep of good cheer and let's unite under God's plan, under His will over our life, and we're going to see some mighty changes in this world. I want to thank you once again for joining us and being part of this cast today. May God shine strong in your lives, and may we rejoice and stand proudly, united as one in our God, our Heavenly Father, in the body of Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. 
I want to give a special thanks to GospelRiver.com for Come Thou Almighty King. Catch us on the next podcast here on Fruit of Thy Spirit Radio and here on the Royal Kingdoms Podcast, Podbean, on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Listening Notes in LA, and FM Player. Please download and share it. Have a blessed weekend. For those who celebrate Sabbath Day, peace, shalom, and happy Sabbath. God bless. Good night.